is Tuesday, February 6th. I'm Scott Seidenberg. And I'm AJ Hoffman. Super Bowl opening night kicks off Super Week. And down go the Jayhawks. Here comes the Vegas truth. This is straight out of Vegas. We are straight out of Vegas AM, your daily destination for sports conversation with a Vegas lean. Here's what you need to know to start your day. Super Bowl festivities are underway in Las Vegas. And the 49ers not happy with their practice fields. And Kansas State knocks off their biggest rival in college hoops. What is the Vegas lead, Scott? Super Bowl opening night last night at Allegiant Stadium where players and coaches met with the media. Now, Super Bowl opening night replaced what was the traditional Tuesday media day, and it's become more of a fan spectacle. They, they, they did it at the stadium because they sold tickets, and you, as fans can go in, sit in the stands, and watch all these press conferences, and it's become more of a fan event than what it used to be. I remember going to Super Bowl media day on Tuesday, yep. and it was just like a mad scramble. Uh, the, when I, the one uh, that I distinctly remember was... When the Super Bowl was in New York, they did it at the Prudential Center in Jersey. It's where the Devils, you know, uh, play hockey. And the way that it was set up was the main players have podium time. Yeah. Every other player is just standing like herded cattle around ropes, and you just walk around, and you'd stick your microphone in whoever's face and just try to get a sound bite. Yeah. And then there's then you always see like there's like a woman in a wedding dress and she's gonna propose to somebody. There's a guy dressed up as a in a clown suit. There's, there's always a, characters. There's a super hot chick from Mexican television. Absolutely, always, always. <laughs> what was the? What was the uh, it's, I forgot the name of the station. I did too. Yeah. yeah, always a super hot chick. What was her name? Inez. Something, Sign, like, that. something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's always uh, yeah. There, and there's different characters. We don't see that anymore now. Now it's more structured, and it's a fan event. But last night, we heard from every player, the coaches as well, and, and we'll hear from some of them right now and play some interesting, the most interesting sound bites as I, I found them. Uh, this one, when I was watching Kyle Shanahan speak, I thought this was a really interesting quote. The NFL Network's interviewing Kyle Shanahan, and they're talking about Brock Purdy. And apparently, Jed York who was the, um, you know, 49ers uh, CEO, right? Yep. Was, is. He's the, you know, I guess, owner? Yeah, yeah. he's the, uh, what do they call the it? The chairman, governor. Chairman, right? <laughs> you know, so Jed York, um, I keep thinking, like, I still remember, like, Eddie DeBartolo Jr., yeah. but, like, that's a long time ago. I think we can still call him owners in the NFL. Yeah. So Jed York said that Kyle Shanahan, before the 2022 season, told him that Brock Purdy was the best quarterback on the team. Now, Brock Purdy was the third-string quarterback, Mr. Irrelevant, that didn't play unless both Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance were hurt. Yeah. Now, remember, Trey Lance came into the season as a starter. Yep. He gets hurt. Jimmy G takes over, and then he gets hurt, and then Brock Purdy comes in. But here was Kyle Shanahan. Does this say say more about – 
about Brock Purdy or more about Jimmy G and Trey Lance at that time? Because we'd hardly seen Brock Purdy. Well, let's hear from Kyle Shanahan. Well, it's, it's, it's funny to hear Jed say this. It wasn't the smartest moment I've ever had. I mean, when owner comes in after training camp practices and is like, hey, how's the quarterback? And he, what he means is the starter or the second. And you and irritation go, I don't know, but our third guy's the best. Like, that's not what he wants to hear. So that's why he remembers it very strong. But that was just more, Brock was so good right away with every rep he got. He was always the same. And he only got a couple of them. So it was easy for me to say. Because in his few reps, he was the best. But if you know that for a fact, I mean, then you do what you do right away. But he was the best. and But you ease that on. And every time he got a little more reps, it was the same as when he got two. And so when it was all said and done and he got a lot of playing time, I was like, oh, this looks exactly like what I told you when I was irritated. And he only had three reps. And I said, no, he's the best. But that's what was so real about Brock. That's why after his seven games, his rookie year, even when he got hurt, we knew what we had because he'd been that way in practice every day. And it was the exact same way in the games. Obviously, there's praise for Brock Purdy in there. But I'm, I'm kind of reading into this a little bit. Did he just talk shit about Trey Lance? Kind of. It felt like that was Kyle was saying that he told Jed York that Brock was the best of the three. Yes. Okay. When, when you set it up, you made it sound like Jed York told Kyle. No, no. Jed York okay. said that Kyle Shanahan told him that Brock Purdy with a third stringer was the best quarterback yeah. on the roster. It sounds to me like Kyle Shanahan was saying the owner comes in and says, how's the quarterback? Meaning the starter. Yeah. Now, the starter before the season was Trey Lance. Yeah. And Kyle Shanahan was irritated. Irritated I mean, they, by that. They sent him packing. I mean, it's pretty obvious yeah. that Kyle Shanahan, I, I think he probably tried his best to make Trey Lance work, and he couldn't make it work. And it's... You know, maybe Trey Lance will have a day someday. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But it was obvious. If, if I'll say this, though. If Kyle Shanahan can't get the best out of you, I don't know who's going to. Like, I, if Kyle Shanahan can't make you work as a quarterback in this league and make you look good, I don't know who's going to do it. So, mm -hmm. uh, I get the frustration because, I mean, that's basically the guy they told him, hey, make this work. And Kyle was frustrated, and, and rightfully so, it seems. And, but he was right that the, the third-string guy, Yep. Was, the, was the best, yeah, and and he showed it in practice. And the reason why they probably didn't start him was one financial commitments, but also he, did, he it was only limited reps, as Kyle yeah. said. It was in limited time, and once he got playing time, what they saw in practice was what they saw during the game, and eventually they knew at the end of the season, hey, this is our quarterback moving forward. Speaking of that quarterback, Brock Purdy summed up what this moment is like for him being in the Super Bowl. I mean. The bottom line is like life isn't about you, Steve. You know, um, being a part of something bigger than yourself. Um, you know, you get wrapped up in getting all the glory and the fame and the status. It's I feel like that's a shallow life, and um, that that can you know fade away pretty quickly. So for me, it's you know obviously yeah we're playing the Super Bowl. I'm very honored and thankful. I want to win a championship for this organization, but more than anything, I'm you know trying to just serve my guys on this team well and, and love on them well and the whole organization and everyone in my life. That's that's how I view it. So. Let's see how you feel, Brock, after you are the franchise player making franchise player money. See, to me, that sounds like a guy who's getting paid like Mr. Arell. Yeah, it's a guy who like, <laughs> hey, man, I don't want to have all this on my shoulders because I'm not getting paid like it's all on my shoulders. <laughs> you look at uh, you, you look at the, the salary hits for Patrick Mahomes and Brock Purdy. 
it feels like one guy should have a lot less pressure than the other, but it doesn't seem like it. It seems like there's, if anything, there may be more on Purdy mm-hmm. uh, because Patrick Mahomes already has some some hardware. So, uh, yeah, his the pressure that's on Brock Purdy this week is incongruent with his paycheck. And I, if I'm him, I'm sort of saying, hey, I'm just here to do my best, to serve my teammates, try to just try my best. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I think he's saying the right things, absolutely. Sounds like a leader to me. Uh, here, speaking of uh, Patrick Mahomes, this is what he had to say about Brock Purdy. I've seen Brock play since he was in college and knew how good he was. Watched him play. I watched Big 12 a lot, so I watched him play a ton. And you, he was a winner, and he, he, he made plays happen all through his college career. And usually when you can make it happen in college, no matter what your surroundings are, um, and to turn around a program like he did in Iowa State, you, you're going to make it happen when you get your opportunity in the NFL. So I wasn't very surprised whenever he's had the success that he's had because he's a winner and he's a guy that goes out there and competes. And uh, more than I've always said, more than a football player, you got to be someone that competes. Um, and he's one of those guys. So a lot of respect there from Mahomes to Purdy, saying that he, you know, watched him in college and he knows what – he wasn't surprised when he saw his success in the NFL. I think he's lying. I mean, I, <laughs> listen, I watched Brock Purdy a lot too, and I, I – like – You didn't see this. I didn't see this coming. No freaking way. Then like, again, the players on the 49ers are a lot better than the players on Iowa State. That's true. Although he had <laughs> some – almost pretty solid. Although he had some good players. Yeah, not bad. He really did. Uh, <laughs> um, Mahomes was asked <laughs> last night – to give his Kermit the Frog impression, and his response was, I'm talking right now. (laughs) (laughs) Zip. So he knows what everyone says about his voice. He also knows what everyone says when comparing him to the greats. And here was Mahomes on, I guess we can say, achieving GOAT status. I mean, I'm not even close to halfway, so I haven't put a lot of thought into it. I mean, your goal is to be the best player that you can be. Um, and uh, I know I'm blessed to be with, around a lot of great players around me. Um, and so right now, it's doing whatever I can to beat a great 49ers team and trying to get that third ring. And then if you ask me that question in like 15 years, and I'll see if I can get close to seven. But seven seems like a long ways away still. You want to play as long as they'll let you play. And um, it takes a lot of work outside of the building. It takes taking care of your body. It takes eating healthy. Try to get rid of the dad bod that I got. Um, but uh, trying to do whatever you can just to, to, get, to be healthy and go out there and be the best player that you can be. And... Um, my hope is to take it year in and year out, um, but I want to play as long as they'll let me play. Um, and uh, 15 years seems like long, but uh, Brady did it and some other guys have done it, so I'm going to try to try to, to see if I can do it as well. So a lot of comparisons to Brady there, talking about the seven Super Bowls and, listen, and playing 15 years and whatnot. And listen, Brady had a lot of success with that dad bod. You know, <laughs> yes, he, he did. Uh, he, didn't, he didn't get slimmed well, down that, until late. Yeah, like, he had a yeah. TB12 bod late. late yeah, he, he made a change, but he won a lot of Super Bowls with a dad bod, so it's possible, Patrick. Well, Mahomes is also dealing with some distractions. Uh, His father, Pat Mahomes Sr., arrested for his third DUI. The reports are is that he's going to be allowed to travel to Vegas to come to the Super Bowl. Uh, Mahomes was asked about what's going on with his dad. Yeah, um, he's doing good. Uh, I haven't, don't really want to get into it too much, but um, um, he's doing good for, for whatever the, the situation is. Um, it's a family matter, so I'll just keep it to the family, um, and that's all I really have to say at this point. So not getting into it, but of course we expected him to be asked questions about it. Of course, yeah. And it's got, I mean, you can say it's, you know, he's doing well. Doing good considering, uh, considering mm-hmm. he might be going to prison. Like it, it's not uh, not great, uh, but you, you were saying 
pre-show that it, you think he's going to be able to make it to the game? Is what yeah, you're that's reading? what they said. Yeah. He's going to be able to go. Uh, let's let's hear from Travis Kelsey, who really, really wants to win this Super Bowl. I've been on a mission ever since I won my first Super Bowl. We made it back to to the Super Bowl the year after 2019. Obviously, lost to the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, that's motivated me to get back to this point right here. So um, you'll hear me say this a lot, but I want this one more than I've ever wanted a, a Super Bowl in my life. And it's because of uh, the type of team we have, the people that we have in this thing, but also because that tier of uh, teams that have done it twice have uh, gone down in history as uh, some of the greats. And also because I'm in the spotlight now dating uh, Taylor Swift. So yeah, it's a uh, pretty big ball. time here. Pretty big time moment for yeah, me. He did say that he uh, told her last night that, or the night before, he, he was saying last night, you know, because of the Grammys were Sunday night. So he was saying that he told her that he has to hold up his end now of the bargain and bring home some hard. Because she won the album of the year. Because she won album of the year. Now, he said those people who have done it twice, like, he's got two rings. He means back-to-back. Okay. Yeah. Got to win back-to-back. I, you know what? I bet, if you put, I bet if you put Kelsey on a lie detector test, this is the third most important Super Bowl to him. The because first obviously the first one the most. Important, yeah. And then he played against his brother. Yeah. I, I, bet, I, I know he would never say it. But I mean, if I were, I'm, it's hard for me to put myself in Travis Kelsey's shoes. But it seems like this would be the third most important. Mm, maybe, maybe the fourth most important. I, you were going up against Tom Brady the other time. I like, know. Yeah, this and is you like, were trying to win back to back. Yeah. So you won. The first one's the important one. The second one, trying to win back to back, and you didn't do it. Then, then you say, all right, well, maybe now after a year going back. And then playing against your brother, maybe that trumps the second one. I think and he doesn't want to say it, but he's like, this Super Bowl doesn't really matter to me as much <laughs> as the other ones. <laughs> Guy's dating Taylor Swift. Like, yeah, he listen, loses the Super Bowl. He's still winning. He, yeah, he's winning at life. He's still winning. Dating a billionaire. Yeah. Uh, here was Kelsey on how long he plans on playing. But I'll tell you what, it's uh, it's something to think about. And uh, I, I think I come into this, this building and these – these arenas, and uh, I come in and I, I work my tail off with these guys, and I have so much love for this game. I don't, I can't imagine uh, not doing this for uh, as long as I can, because I know I'll miss it when I when it's all said and done. So I can't put a time stamp on how how long I'll play, but um, I know I'm loving every single bit of coming into work right now. Just wonder how long is how long. I mean, we talked about him dropping off this year, but then I said something last week that I thought maybe. The more that I think about it, like maybe Kelsey really was just saving himself for the postseason. Yeah, maybe he maybe was, he was tired. Could be like it, it, that that week eighteen break is uh, it, it, it meant something. There's no doubt that he has looked the best he has looked this season in the last two games. Better than he had all all season long. Yeah, probably so. I mean, the the, the three games, right? yeah, these playoffs, like. He was he's a different dude right now than he in the but the offense is different than it was for most of this season. Mm-hmm. The offense was a struggle for a lot of this year. So uh they they found the right time to do it. And you know, I, I credit where it's due because the first two games, the Dolphins and the Bills, I said, it, it, was it real there? I mean, th- those were some pretty banged up defenses. And and the 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 offense didn't put up huge numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the AFC Championship game, but they did enough, and you know Travis Kelsey certainly did his part. So here's Kelsey's postseason: seven catches on ten targets for 71 yards, five catches on six targets for 75 yards, and two touchdowns. Eleven catches on eleven targets, 116 yards, Oof. and a touchdown. Yeah, 
He's had a hell of a playoff run, no doubt. And obviously, uh, he's the focal point of this passing game for the Kansas City Chiefs. The 49ers, though, have some really good linebackers that are going to be able to cover him. 49ers are, are pretty good damn near everywhere. Yeah. Uh, we, we've talked about them basically all year. It was them and the Ravens, the best rosters in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know. They, they, but you're right. We thought about that. We thought the Ravens were had the, the personnel to contain yeah. Kelsey. Yep. And 11 catches for 116 yeah. yards. So, I, I it's just, easier said than done. Yeah. Would you consider a Kelsey Super Bowl MVP bet? I've heard more money's been bet on Kelsey to be the Super Bowl MVP than anybody. I would not for that reason. I, I think that, and I, I think twelve it's, to one at DraftKings. I, I think it's going to. I bet you it closes under ten. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think he is going to be the most bet guy, and it won't be huge amounts because the the huge amounts will be on Mahomes well, and Purdy. But I don't. I if the thing is, if you're going to go non quarterback. The obvious choices are McCaffrey for the 49ers and Kelsey for the Chiefs. Sure. Now, unless you're going to think some crazy outside the box and try and go a defensive player, but that, that's a needle in a haystack. Yeah, but I don't frankly. think that we're going to get. It's hard to see any receiver on the 49ers winning the award. Is it hard to see Isaiah Pacheco win the award? No. Yeah, because let's talk about what, since this offense has blown up the last few weeks. Like what? I know Kelsey's gotten his numbers, but mm-hmm. there's a reason why Kelsey's been able to get his numbers. Like he, there's been a distraction that wasn't there for a good chunk of the season. So Pacheco plus twenty eight hundred. I like the value on that much better Certainly. than the value on Kelsey. Okay, I, I can be on board with that. What I was saying was, it's it's almost impossible for any wide receiver on the 49ers to win. Because if any wide receiver on the 49ers puts up numbers, Brock Purdy is your MVP. Yeah. Unless Purdy throws three interceptions and here's Debo where, catches two touchdowns. Now, here's the thing. If Debo has a rushing touchdown, a rushing also, touchdown or possible. some sort of big rush, like if, possible. you know, that could be that. Could but be I just feel difference. like when you talk about a rookie, Mr. Irrelevant, the storyline aspect of it, if Ayuk has 10 catches for 115 yards and two touchdowns, that means Brock Purdy's thrown yep. at least 115 yards and two touchdowns. They're going to give it to Brock Purdy. I will say Fez has taught me, don't – this is probably the worst market to buy into. Look yeah. for yes-nos. Like, yeah. just trying to pick a uh, – like, the hold on these is so bad that you're you're a lot better off playing the yes-no props, the mm-hmm. over-under props, than you are playing – pick one guy out of, you know, ten guys that it could yeah. potentially be. But I think you have to – I think it's it's – a solid handicap to say that for the 49ers, it's either Purdy or McCaffrey or a defensive player. And for the Chiefs, it's going to be Mahomes, Kelsey, or Pacheco. I think so. Or a defensive player. Yeah. Like, you know, that's not going to be Rasheed Rice. It's not going to be any other wide receiver because that'll go to Mahomes. Kelsey's the only pass catcher that can get it. And Pacheco can get it with Mahomes having a bad game. So... Uh, Although th- when you think about get, like a guy like George Kittle, who is like most yards after catch for any mm-hmm. tight end in the league, yeah, but it's voted on. So I think that the fact that yeah. it's Purdy, Mister Irrelevant, the storyline aspect of it is that any type of solid passing numbers in a win is going to go to Brock Purdy. That's why I don't want to. I, I wouldn't want to play on anyone but Mahomes or Purdy because they're the story here. Like they are the whole story. Patrick Mahomes has a chance. Like I think McCaffrey gets. I think you can sprinkle on McCaffrey. at plus four seventy five. You can put it. You can put a unit on McCaffrey because he's the best non quarterback in the NFL. The guy could literally. He could have two rushing touchdowns and one receiving touchdown. Let me ask you something. Do you have sound of Christian McCaffrey answering questions about being the greatest player of all time? Or was that just Patrick Mahomes that was answering those questions? I'm guessing it was just Patrick Mahomes. That's the story. Patrick <laughs> Mahomes has a chance. Like, 
The, people want to find someone they can put up next to Brady. It, this is the same thing. We and you, I mean, this is contemporaneous. Like we went through this with LeBron James when he like people wanted to start early comparing him to Michael Jordan, even before it was even appropriate to do so. People wanted to do it. People want to do that with Patrick Mahomes, and if he's got three Super Bowl rings in five years and three Super Bowl MVPs, boy, he's certainly on track, isn't he? I mean, that's to me, that's the the story. Uh, if, if you're if you're going for a story angle, well, last time a non-quarterback won Super Bowl MVP was when the Rams won, and Cooper Cup yeah. was the MVP. Eight catches, ninety-two yards, two touchdowns. What what did Cooper Cup also win that year? Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah. Who's the Offensive Player of the Year this year? Probably Christian, Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Yeah. McCaffrey does a normal game in the Super Bowl. He could very, he could very easily be the MVP. Uh, let's talk about our this game and specifically McCaffrey and I guess Pacheco as well because we're going to look at the rushing numbers for our prop of the day today, AJ. Yeah, this is uh, – uh, when I saw this, I, I asked you, I said, okay, I'm going to give you this number. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to give you this prop. You tell me what the yes-no should be. And you were shocked at the number I gave back to you because – I thought it was going to be minus 200. This is a plus money prop, plus 125 on the DraftKings Sportsbook. And I don't understand it. The prop is, will both teams score a rushing touchdown, one or more? Now, it's not just – it's not player-specific. No. So it could be Mahomes scrambling in and getting yep. a rush. It could be Debo taking a, yep. a, a wide receiver. Just little. there's a rushing touchdown for each team, and it's plus 125. I don't understand it. I don't get it either. It'd be, and mostly because, I mean, Christian McCaffrey, anytime touchdowns are always over minus 200 now. Like, I've never seen a player who's anytime touchdown props were in the minus 200s it's consistently. Been, it's been higher. It's been like 300, 400. It, yeah, so. But McCaffrey's the, he is the favorite. For he's the shortest or the long, shortest odds to be an anytime touchdown scorer in this game. He's minus 210 up on DraftKings right now. The second most likely touchdown scorer based on the odds is Isaiah Pacheco at minus 120. <laughs> so the two running backs are the two shortest odds to score touchdowns. And if both of them score touchdowns, that cashes this bet. Yeah. I think this is a great bet. So, But uh, it doesn't have to be them. It could be anybody. It could be anybody, yeah. So plus 125 there on the DraftKings Sportsbook. Both teams to score a rushing touchdown. Yes, plus 125. That is the DraftKings prop of the day. I just don't understand. I just don't understand it. Uh, if you're looking at Christian McCaffrey's game log in this postseason, two rushing touchdowns against the Packers, two rushing touchdowns against Detroit, Isaiah Pacheco this postseason, a rushing touchdown against Miami. A rushing touchdown against Buffalo, a rushing touchdown against Baltimore. I'll take it. And we got plus 125. Yep. That is the prop per day. It might be the prop per, of the week. Might be. Uh, for the Super Bowl. So just recapping the props that we have given out already on the show. Every show, we're going to do a different prop leading up to kickoff of Super Bowl 58. We have the shortest scoring drive over 55 seconds. Now, some of these odds have moved after we've given them out. So jump on them while you get the chance. But we gave that out at minus 115. Either team to score 30 points. The no we gave out at minus 145. The team to score last wins the game. The yes, minus 220. And what was the number, the stat that we gave out on that? 18 straight Super Bowls. 
the team that scored Although last I, has won the game. I looked that up. It's 17 out of 18 because uh, the 49ers-Ravens uh, Super Bowl that happened there in uh, the Superdome, that one, there was a Ravens. The Ravens took an intentional safety at the end of the game mm. uh, that cut the score from 34-29 to 34-31. Um, so they did win the game, but it, they took an intentional safety. to. Uh, t- so the 49ers technically got the last score on the board, but that's the only time in the last 18 years. Yeah, but you know what, though? The Ravens were responsible for that score. <laughs> they were. So I'm going to say the, okay. team that, the, 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 the team that intentionally scores okay. last. 18 straight because they intentionally scored there. They did. They just gave the points to the other team with, with taking the safety there. Uh, but that number we gave out at uh, minus 220 on that stat. The Isaiah Pacheco stat, we loved the over his rushing number, but we said let's take a plus 170 flyer on Isaiah Pacheco to lead the game in rushing yards. So, I mean, it's a long shot bet because McCaffrey has a much higher rushing prop, but McCaffrey's been outrushed in both 49 exactly. playoff and games. That was part of the handicap. So Pacheco to be the leading rusher in the game, plus 170. Longest field goal over 47 and a half yards at minus 105. And today's prop, both teams to score at least one rushing touchdown, plus 125. We will continue to give you a prop per day leading up to kickoff of Super Bowl 58. And of course, we have... The, uh, the big dream pod coming up this week, including a same-game parlay pod where we will uh, just, you know, try and cash one final same-game parlay for this season. Uh, AJ and I will be headed to Radio Row later on this week, so we'll get some interviews for you uh, lined up so you hear from, you know, some, some athletes and maybe some celebrities. Maybe some just radio personalities we'll or do our best. friends in the business. Yeah. But uh, we'll, we'll get you some sound there from Radio Row as we continue our Super Bowl coverage. Because you know what? Super Bowl's in our town. It is. It's, it's not like we have to go anywhere and be strangers. Like, yeah. This is, this is our city. This is my house. This is my house. Super Bowl 58 coverage continues here on Straight Out of Vegas AM. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. How's your social battery right now, AJ? I know sometimes I get drained and it could be easy to ignore your social battery and just spread yourself too thin, you know, especially when it comes to social gatherings and maybe just things you're not in the mood for. Well, do you know the right amount of socializing you need to do to keep yourself balanced? Therapy can give you that self-awareness and you can build basically your routine that reflects what you need personally. Everybody's different in this way. That was a big driver for me when I was in therapy. I got a lot out of it, and it's so easy here. Give BetterHelp a try. If you've said, I don't want to go out of my way to do this, it's all online, it's as convenient as can be, and it's suited to you. It's simple. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch at any time. For no additional charge, find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Vegas today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Vegas. AJ, it's important to me that the supplements that I take every single day are of the highest quality. And that's why ever since they jumped aboard as a sponsor with us, 
I've been drinking AG1 because for AG1, quality isn't just a buzzword. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality, and I love that every scoop has prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes for my gut support, B vitamins for energy. It's got the magnesium and ashwagandha for stress support, also testosterone support, vitamin C and zinc to support my immune system. I don't get sick anymore. Well, you're welcome for introducing you to AG1. Yeah, but uh, I mean, this stuff is incredible. And so many people have asked me, are you just reading commercials? No, man. AG1 is actually legit. And there's a reason why I drink it every single day. It just makes taking care of my health so much easier in general. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com SOV. That's drinkag1.com SOV. Check it out. Taking a look at the NBA action from last night, the Lakers beat the Hornets 124-118 Cavs. A 136-110 win over the Kings. The Mavericks beat the shorthanded 76ers 118-102. Clippers, a 149-144 win over the Hawks. I think that game went over, AJ. Yeah, I would say that's that's a, a pretty solid bet that that was an over. James Harden, 30 points, 10 assists, 8 rebounds in that game. The Warriors, a 109-98 win over the Nets in Brooklyn. And the Pelicans, a 138-100 win over the Raptors. Did you catch uh, Clay Thompson's thoughts after the win? He got benched again, right? Yeah, Clay Thompson not on the floor for the, a second time in the last three games. He was not on the floor for the the, the closing lineup, as they call it. Uh, and they, they he said it's been very hard dealing with it, very hard watching uh, his team out on the floor. It's an adjustment for him. He said, "You kidding me? Go from you know one of the best players. It's hard for anybody. I'll be honest with you, it's very hard. O for three from three in that game. They had Moses Moody on the floor instead. Well, Steve Kerr, I trust his judgment. Uh, and the injuries maybe just adding up. Yeah. Clay Thompson, not the same player he once was. Let's take a look at the schedule for tonight. We got the Rockets at the Pacers. Indy, a seven-and-a-half point favorite, total 237-and-a-half. The Mavericks visit the Nets. Dallas is a two-and-a-half point favorite. This is Kyrie Irving's return to Brooklyn. So maybe a little motivation there yeah. for Kyrie. The Magic are at the Heat. Miami minus three and a half. The Grizzlies visit the Knicks. New York a 13 and a half point favorite. And they're going to be shorthanded. OG Ananobi not going to play in this one uh, as he still deals with the injury. So think about that. They're missing two of their top three players. Mm -hmm. And they're still a 13 and a half point favorite. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say so. Yeah, Knicks are are very good. Uh, elsewhere, you got the Timberwolves at the Bulls. Minnesota minus four and a half. Thunder at the Jazz. OKC, three and a half point favorites. And the Bucks visit the Suns. Phoenix, a four and a half point favorite. It was the Sunflower Showdown in college basketball last night. As the, never heard of that. What do you mean you've never heard of that? Never heard of the Sunflower Showdown. You absolutely showdown. have heard of that. Because you Googled it for me before the show. Uh, <laughs> the number four Kansas Jayhawks went to Manhattan, Kansas to take on Kansas State. And boy, was this a good one. Heads to overtime where Kansas State gets a 75-70 win over the visiting Jayhawks. Tyler Perry with 26 points in the win. Tyler Perry? Yeah. Wow. Uh, at Medea. Uh, 21 points and 12 boards for Hunter Dickinson in defeat. This is a crazy stat. Jerome Tang, the head coach of Kansas State. Kansas State. Mm -hmm. 
his record in overtime games mm-hmm. is now 11 and 0. Wow. Send it in, Jerome. He has 41 wins in his career at Kansas State. 11 of them came in overtime. Wow. That is an unbelievable stat. So if you're into live wagering, uh, <laughs> Kansas State seems to go to overtime a lot, and they do not lose in overtime. So uh, good job to the Wildcats uh, outscoring the Jayhawks in OT. That was the only game in top 25 action last night. There was another game noteworthy, though, Scott. Okay. The Virginia Cavaliers took on the Miami Hurricanes last mm-hmm. night. It was not a great night of offense. Uh, the total in this game was 132. I played the under, gave my clients the under. The final score, 60-38. to 38. <laughs> 38 points, the Miami Hurricanes. That's embarrassing. Miami Hurricanes were in the final four a year ago. And they scored 38 points in a full 40-minute basketball game yesterday against Virginia. So, uh, yeah, not a good. There was at, at the end of the game, there was a timeout called, and Jim Larinaga just walked away from his huddle and sat down, like he sat down <laughs> by himself and left the team all huddled up without him. So, uh, yeah, there was a even even the coach was embarrassed at last night's showing by the Hurricanes. All right, few games on tap in the top 25 tonight. Let's Including get Including system plays. Yeah, there is some system plays. Uh, number 15, South Carolina. They are a four-and-a-half-point favorite at home against Ole Miss. Number three, North Carolina, coming off that win against Duke. They are eight-and-a-half-point home favorites against Clemson. I'm just going to tell you, I like Clemson in this spot. I was about spot. to say, do we fade North Carolina after the Duke game? I think absolutely. Clemson has been, has been playing pretty good ball of late. They've lost some really tight games. Uh, they lost by one to Virginia. They lost by one at Duke. They lost by three against Georgia Tech. They, like, when they're losing, they're losing barely. And when these two teams played the first time, one of 18 from three for Clemson. It's hard for me to imagine Clemson goes one of 18 from three again. They only lost that game by 10. Listen, you hit three of 18, you're covering this number. So let's just uh, stay within that number, Clemson, eight and a half. The Houston Cougars, a 20 and a half point favorite hosting Oklahoma State. And that's honestly not a shocking number because that's all Houston does is just obliterate teams at home. Number 14, Iowa State. System. One-and-a-half-point dogs at unranked Texas. Uh, Texas has lost on their home court. Uh, it's not like it's been a, an impenetrable fortress, but Iowa State much better at home than on the road. I would lean to the home team here. Number 18, Dayton. They are two-and-a-half-point road favorites at St. Joe's. Number 21, BYU is on the road, and they are a slight favorite. This one's bouncing back and forth. This might not be a system play by the time it tips off, but as it stands right now, Oklahoma, a very short one-point home favorite over number 21-ranked BYU. Uh, UConn, a plentiful home favorite. They are 14.5-point home favorites, the number one team in the country. They are hosting Butler today. Number 17, Kentucky, an 8.5-point road favorite at Vanderbilt, who is 1-7 in the SEC, coming off their first SEC win of the season. Number 25, New Mexico, a 9.5-point road favorite up at Wyoming. And number 23, Texas Tech, is a 5.5-point dog 
at number 13, Baylor, and number 22, Utah State, five-and-a-half-point favorite over Nevada. Air Force is a home dog to number 24, San Diego State. The Aztecs laying 10-and-a-half on the road. The NHL returned from its all-star break last night with just two games on the schedule. Both games go under, as we talked about on yep. uh, yesterday morning's show. Uh, the results did not look like what we talked about, though. The Islanders upset the Maple Leafs 3-2. Toronto uh, scored with about four minutes or so left in the game to tie the game at two, and then uh, a bad turnover in the offensive zone led to a Peter Engvall goal with two minutes left in the game, which gave the Islanders the 3-2 lead and the 3-2 win. And I got to be honest, I watched a lot of Islanders games this year. Last night might have been the best I've seen this team play. Like, whatever... Patrick Waugh worked with his team or talked to his team during the All-Star break. Maybe the rest helped. They snap a three-game losing streak, and they looked great. They, they were aggressive when uh, the, the Maple Leafs, they didn't take any penalties. The Maple Leafs only had two power plays, including the one that they scored the, the tying goal on late in the game. But they were aggressive on the forecheck. They were really, really good defensively. Sorokin was great in net, made a couple of uh, of circus saves. So maybe the Islanders are a team to, to buy low on now here in the second half of the season. And in the other game, the Rangers come from behind, uh, score in the third period to tie the game against the Avalanche and eventually win on Alexei Lafreniere's goal, uh, game-winning goal in overtime. 2-1 Rangers win over the Avalanche. Uh, just as we predicted... Jonathan Quick got the start in net for the Rangers because, you know, Shesterkin had a busy all-star week. And Jonathan Quick was great. 32 saves against one of the top teams in the league in the Avalanche. I mean, he has been a revelation for this Rangers team this year. 10-4-2 on the season with a 2.43 goals against average and two shutouts on the season. Jonathan Quick has been incredible for the Rangers. Let's take a look at your schedule for tonight as more teams get back in action after the All-Star break. The Flames are at the Bruins. Boston, minus 195. Stars visit the Sabres. Dallas, minus 155. Flyers are at the Panthers. Florida, minus 215. Jets are at the Penguins. Pittsburgh, minus 115. Canadians are at the Capitals. Washington's minus 165. Canucks at the Hurricanes. Carolina, minus 140. Might have to be a, a, a dog of the day play, but we'll examine the starting goaltenders and, and see what we think uh, Carolina, little resurgence possibly here, but Vancouver's been very, very impressive. The Avalanche will be on the second of a back-to-back as they're in New Jersey to take on the Devils. Devils minus 120, and Jack Hughes getting closer and closer to returning to the lineup for the Devils. So that's interesting to me, a team coming off the All-Star break directly mm-hmm. into a back-to-back. Yep. Does that feel, is that the kind of team you want to back? Mm. After we saw Gorgiev in, night, in goal last night against the against the Rangers, probably not want to back them although it's hard for me to back the devils you know without jack hughes if he's back that will be that will be a story we know that he's getting closer and closer to returning um that's all the latest report we got from jersey if anything i like the over in this game okay um the devils have been an over team we know the avalanche can score and if if it's a backup in net i like the, the over in this game and then the oilers History on the line tonight in Vegas. I wonder if there'll be any like uh, Super Bowl participants at the game tonight. Uh, I'm guessing no. 
No, they want to take no, it. No, I don't no think distractions. they're doing that. I think no distractions. All right. Well, the Vegas Golden Knights will host the Edmonton Oilers as the Oilers go for the record-tying 17th straight win. Edmonton is minus 145 tonight. Does Vegas snap the streak, They AJ? do it, man. They're breaking this thing up. They're not letting them do that on – not at the Fortress – are you crazy, Scott? They can't let that happen at the Fortress. The, the thing is, like, um, the thing uh, for me is, like, the streak got interrupted by, by the, the All-Star, All-Star break. break. Maybe. And so now to, like, regroup and to go out here and try and, like, start over again. You know what? Maybe, But maybe that's what helps them is that they're not thinking about the streak anymore because they had the All-Star break, and so now it's kind of like just starting the second half, and they're you not think thinking the day about they're, the streak. You think the day they've got a chance to break the record? Well, they're tying. Oh, tie the okay. record tonight. You think that's the day they stop thinking about it? Only one team in NHL history has won 17 straight games. That was the Pittsburgh Penguins' 1992-93 season. and They're they, thinking about it. Maybe. Maybe. It would be something. Um, oof. I think, yeah, I think I like Vegas as a dog tonight. All right. I think I do. McDavid was incredible during the All-Star weekend. He, you know, won the skills competition, won that prize. He was he was as impressive as ever up in Toronto. But maybe, maybe the streak ends tonight with uh, the Golden Knights as home dogs winning here. With all the eyes of the sports world That's upon right. Vegas. One Here team, for the Super Bowl. One team's built for the pressure, one's not. All right. We'll maybe make Vegas the DraftKings dog of the day. A reminder, you can still save $15 off any purchase at pregame.com if you use the promo codes that we have for the Super Bowl, which is Chiefs 15 or Niners 15. Both promos are still good, but you want to make sure you use them now uh, before you lose them. Chiefs 15, Niners 15. Save $15 off of any purchase at pregame.com, whether it's a daily best bet, a seven-day all-access, a weekender all-access, $15 off of your purchase at pregame.com. For A.J. Hoffman, I'm Scott Seidenberg. We are straight out of Vegas AM.